become a nightmare Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town Like a cancer that silently spreads There's an unspoken fear We're on our way down We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street Cities and states Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long We need leaders who lead us Not stick us and bleed us Then ransom our future and our children's That's wrong They'll try to silence our voices. Oh, They'll pretend to be patriots. Welcome to the National Intel Report. This is the last National Intel Report that William Rapillum was going to be doing. However, I'm here, Jacob Rothschild, and, um, well, William Rapillum might show up at some point. It's going to be kind of difficult because we put him in a black car and sent him off somewhere to a FEMA camp, possibly. FEMA camp number 109, I think it was. Well, well, I'm not going to tell you to please go to Republic Broadcasting and donate to help keep the station afloat because... That would be totally antithetical to my plan. RBN has been really putting a dent in everything I've been trying to do. However, I don't know if it's enough or not for you, Goyim. I think you uh, have some tough times ahead. We'll see who wins, you or me, and my plans. So tonight I'm going to... Uh, let you in on some of my plans, just because our cancer has metastasized so much over the planet that I absolutely don't believe that even if I tell you what we're doing, that it makes any lick of difference. Oh, what's the... So, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts about this. Uh, So tonight I have joining me Melvin from The Chronicle. Melvin, welcome to the show. Yes, hello. I, I'm just reporting on all the hatred towards our people for no reason at all. There's no it's just blind hatred. There's no reason for any of it. Well, I think, yes, Melvin, I, I like what you're saying. It's uh, absolutely not true, but uh, keep saying that because it helps our cause. Just because we're dropping bombs on a few thousand civilians 
There's no reason to hate. We're just defending ourselves, okay? Yes. Thank you, Melvin. I'm glad to have your support. I've really been needing your support lately because uh, there's been a lot of people saying lots of bad things about me. Jacob Rothschild is who I am, in case you forgot. I'm the richest man in the world controlling the banking dynasty of the entire planet. And, uh, well, somebody has to do that. Why do we need to be so hateful towards me? What do you think, Melvin? Well, we have the the Goyim thinking that Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. <laughs> That's a pretty good one we got going there. But to answer your question, I don't know. There's no reason for any of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I resent when people say that we're committing genocide against uh, anybody, namely the Palestinians, who, uh, you know, we have been, we have not been genociding them. We've been geo-noahiding them. Do you know the difference, Melvin, between genociding and geo-noahiding? Wait, don't answer that, Melvin. But there's also the term geo-noah-chiding. If you're at Chabad Lubavitch Ranch, a.k.a. FEMA Camp Number 109, located at 123 Choppity Head Lane in Auschwitz, Pennsylvania, 01234. Only work will not actually set you free like it would have at Hitler's work camp located in Auschwitz, Poland, had we Jews not had its supply lines cut off with carpet bombing campaigns. What do you say to that, Melvin? I agree completely. You're so right. You agree completely? Melvin, you're not supposed to agree with that. You're not me, Jacob Rothschild. You're supposed to disagree with that and tell everybody that that's not true. Can you try again, please, Melvin? Well, the thing is, uh, I need a loan. I need to get some money, you know, some shekels from you. So I, I'm just going to kind of go along with what you're saying because uh, I need oh, some, some cash. That's, of course. All right, then, I'll we'll cut you a check. Go ahead and give your speech. What is your amount that you need? Wait, don't answer that, please, Melvin. Not on the, not on the radio. Well, Melvin... If you wouldn't mind, please, see if you can't at least take the show for ten minutes while I try to finish my MK Ultra hamburger from Nick Dungbong's restaurant. Have you ever been to Nick Dungbong's restaurant, Melvin? Is that the one that serves human flesh? Possibly, but we don't talk about that to the Goyim. I wasn't prepared to divulge that information tonight. However, Nick Bongbongs is not for Goyim, and it is true that we, well, I can't admit that either, so no. Nick Dongbongs is almost 100% staffed with a very closely vetted, monitored, and of course 5G remote-controlled hive-mind clump of swarm Shabos Goyim. And we pay them 
we pay them uh, at least five cents a day in our facility located at 321 Climate Change Circle in Roswell, New Mexico, 88203. Have you ever been to our Nick Dongbong facility located at 321 Climate Change Circle in Roswell, New Mexico, 88203, Melvin? It's a little bit above my pay grade, but I'd like to go there as your guest sometime if I could. Well, well, uh, I think I can probably arrange that. Yes, Melvin. It could be a maid. If you weren't a Jew, I'd arrange a one-way trip for you there. You'd possibly become some of the meat that we process there. Oh, I wasn't supposed to talk about that. Oh, uh, well, uh, Nick, I'll tell well, yes, no. So this is uh, my attempt to a uh, PR move in order to cover up what I just said. Nick Bonbon only uses cows from sustainable farms where all cow patties are first passed through a never-mind, a.k.a. peer review scenario with all employees. Have you ever been through the never-mind, a.k.a. peer review scenario with all employees, perhaps, at your employee orientation ceremony, Melvin? Weren't you working there for a while? Are you lying? I know that we tend to do that lying thing quite a bit, Melvin. I'm paid to lie. <laughs> that's my yes, job. Yes, that's right. I just cut you a check. Okay. Mm. Well, well, Melvin, uh, it would be nice if you would refer to me as Lord Rothschild. I mean, it's nice how we Jews are able to obfuscate our identities. And blending into whichever culture we've managed to infiltrate, which is basically all of them. And it isn't one, the, the English culture is the, the mothership or the flagship, the vanguard of all of our infiltrated culture. Isn't that nice, Melvin? Well, never mind that most of our people are actually from Eastern Europe and Kazaria. We're Kazarians, but we got everyone fooled into thinking we're from Israel. It's the greatest scam we ever pulled. I love it. Yes, yes. I, uh, well, I'm British, actually. But, uh, you know, I heard somebody told me that they will be rebuked soon. And uh, this was a very mean comment. and I, I, My feelings were very hurt about it. And so I decided to make hate speech laws and disseminate them through entire con- entire world. Right, so my response to them, want to hear it? Rebuked soon? I was already rebuked in 1990. I mean, 1990 years ago, in AD 33, when Jesus Christ said to me, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. I feel myself burning up on the inside. I better hurry through this paragraph. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Hmm. I think that Jesus was kind of spot on and nailed my uh, proverbial ass to the cross. What say you, Melvin? 
Try not to shapeshift while we're on the radio. You know, try to wait till we're off air to do that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Melvin, that's perfect. I think you have a fantastic plan. On the lesson highway. Indeed. On the lone highway. Yes. Um, well, <clears throat> so, Melvin, you, uh, mm, you, uh, you know any Goyim, Melvin? Do you talk to any Goyim on the regular basis? Oh, I got a couple of my scam all the time. They have no idea, but yeah, I know a couple of them. Hmm. Okay. Sir, my message is simple. Well, Melvin, I'm going to ask you at this time to go ahead and take the show for a minute while I finish my MK Ultra hamburger from Nick Dungbongs, okay? I'll tell you what you can talk about right now. Let's go over here to uh, the Goyam newspapers, these these newspapers that they print. Well, the, it's, it's digital printing, of course. And over here, it says something about me. Rothschild wants a merger between corporations, governments, and AI to save capitalism. This is not true. By Brandon Smith... If you're not familiar with the little organization called the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, don't worry. Most people have never heard of this. The group was formed at the height of the COVID pandemic as fear instilled by government officials and the media propagated the news feeds. The majority of the public was rather distracted. The CIC is essentially everything that conspiracy theorists have been warning about for years, packaged into a single Orwellian entity, complete with dramatic piano music and a mask of humanitarian philanthropy. What say you? What say you, Melvin? Well, this whole philanthropy thing is the second greatest scam we ever pulled off, making the gloom think we're helping him when we're actually stealing the money. <laughs> Uh, stop defaming me. Yes. Well, actually, Melvin, Goyim are not allowed to acknowledge observable facts about Jews. Even even after we Jews have acknowledged it ourselves already. Uh, did, do you agree, Melvin? Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. Speaking the truth is actually anti-Semitic. Maybe that's another great scam we pulled off. Mm-hmm. So there's been countless little goyim who I flicked my doxing dominoes at, knocked over their lives completely, taking all of their land and property, their home, their family, their job, and uh, the teaching them not to speak out against us. And of course the process can never be traced back to me. In fact, it will appear that it's being done by their own friends and family. Welcome to communitarianism, where your own friends and family are policing for us, unconsciously, inadvertently, sort of in a sort of Pavlovian sense. And there you go. 
Does that sound like the nature of communitarianism cool, uh, to Andy's you, Melvin? <laughs> well, that's well, it in a nutshell. Yeah, we got to get the Gwen policing each other. It's less work for us that way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's quite, quite ingenious. But I promise it's for a good cause. Um, you know... And you you will participate in our planetary depopulation agenda, also known as dying, or you will own nothing and be happy. And by the way, Melvin, we're actually running a promotion right now. If you own nothing but are still not happy, we will pump you full of MDMA for the first six weeks for free. After that, using the money that you saved when we paid for your drugs... You'll just need to provide your own MDMA pump and MDMA. What do you think, Melvin? Well, of course, Israel's the biggest producer of ecstasy on the planet, so it's good for business. Yeah. And you can make uh, the Goyim like mass immigration if you just give them enough MDMA. We've tried it. It's pretty, pretty, it's pretty uncanny the way that works. On the lone highway. Mm, but where's that, that goyish music coming from? What is Some that anti-Semite that plays that on his show sometimes, I hear. It's the Jewish day of rust. That means it I sounds familiar. Yeah, I drive a car, ride in a car, I don't handle money, I don't turn on the oven, and I sure as Don't f***ing roll! Sheesh. Thank you. Yes, Shabos, yes. Show us the Shabos. I think you're correct, uh, Melvin. I heard some uh, host on RBN, some anti-Semite, and that was, I think that was the theme song. I think the person's name was, which was the person's name? And when was the show? It was uh, David somebody, David David Scorpion. Uh, Stop defaming me. David Scorpion, yes, and it was like Sunday at 6 p.m. or something. Ah, I remember now, yes. And on the Lone Highway, it was played over and over again. On the Lone Highway. Well, anyway. Okay, we have a lot to cover from the next minute before the break comes. The basic roots function of the council is to centralize most or all corporations, corporations of global influence, and join them with governments into a network that places ideology over profit motive. Some people might argue that corporations need to adopt a shared value system instead of simply roaming around like sharks devouring whatever they can to think they're decent. But who gets to choose the set of values that corporate behemoths follow? That's right. All right. We're up against a break, so we'll be right back. Folks, please stick around. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. There is a man, baby! Uh, Stop defaming me.
Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one tenth ounce bars and don't forget for all of your precious metal needs whether buying or having the need to sell call kettle moraine limited remember no dinar no celery and no carrots if you buy from someone else tell them you want au not bs call kettle moraine ltd today at 602-799-8214 kettle moraine ltd 602-799-8214 you take a model man and put him in control Watch him become a god Watch people's heads roll Good. 
Coolidge with the anti-Semitic remarks. Yes, please do. Coolidge with the anti-Semitic remarks. I have been feeling very butthurt lately, me, Jacob Rothschild, about all the anti-Semitism that's been spreading across the planet so uh, so terribly. It just, just uh, makes no sense me. whatsoever. People are crazy. All these anti all this anti-Semitism spreading like a disease everywhere. We have to, uh, you know, obviously we never did anything wrong. Uh, we Jews, we have nothing to account for. It's all everybody else's fault. Oh, speaking of everybody else, we have another uh, person joining us, uh, another caller, B.B. Shekelstein. B.B. Shekelstein, welcome to the show. Oi, man, it's such an honor to be here with you, Lord Rothschild. I am just, you know, such a fan of all your work of destroying the world. And to actually be on the radio with you right now is just, just such an honor, Lord Rothstein. But, you know, you have it backwards, Rothschild. Nick Dunbong's is Goyam food, and you just ate it. And so you're so full of yourself that you're satanic, upside down, backwards thinking is finally backfiring on you, Lord Rothschild. Hmm. Well, touche, Melvin. It's not the first time that's happened. Your uh, boldness has been uh, known. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Beebe. I didn't mean to call you Melvin. <laughs> but uh, I've eaten much worse dung pies at our eyes wide shut ceremonies back at the mansion, mind you. So tell me what you think about this, B.B. Uh, Shekelstein and Melvin, whichever one of you would like to jump in first. Regarding our current total annihilation of Gaza and all Palestinians there, because so many Americans still watch the television we control, the Americans are caught yet again in another one of our Jewish dialectical traps. And this one is really a dung bong, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Uh, we firmly planted in the minds of the conservative uh, that if you don't like what we're doing there, defending ourselves, then you're a Hamas-supporting terrorist left-wing BLM supporter, according to uh, conservatives. But in this case, uh, BLM, LGBTQP, and all the other far-left hate groups are actually correct on this particular issue about Gaza. We are geo-Noahiding Palestine. So look how that makes Whitey look, exactly like we want. Like they support racist genocide, geo-Noahide, excuse me. Like they support racist geo-Noahide against yet another brown culture. Now we finally have manufactured the sentiments on the left we needed to give us the precedent needed to finally... Uh, deal a crushing blow to our white supremacy problem. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm going to uh, need to tell Merrick Garland. Merrick, uh, you may deploy those fighting-age brown soldiers to geo-Noahide white America now. Let, let me kick it back to you, uh, Phoebe. What do you think about that? Yes, you know, you're exactly right. And, you know, what you know, you uh, did with the Schofield Bible here in these uh, Goya 
mountains of North Kakalaki has set the seeds that we are reaping after 9-11 with these stupid goyim who still think their churches are all about serving Israel. <laughs> and, you know, they don't know that, you know, what we're going to do to all these people in these Mapalachian mountains is going to make Gaza look like summer camp because we are like, you know, coming in and we're infiltrating all their universities and colleges and we're bringing in the third world and any of these good old boys who dare speak up about it we'd like you know just destroy their lives it's beautiful because we have all the media you know we have you know uh, you know good old you know you know Haban Lubavitch you know uh uh, you know, Adams Publishing, you know, they, you know, they can spot up every newspaper, every radio station in the whole South. And, you know, we just sit there and pound on these old white guys day after day after day. And, you know, we make it so that, you know, nobody's going to hire these white guys from these, you know, southern states. And, you know, they're just all doing drugs and destroying themselves. It's awesome, you know. But, you know, you, Lord Rothschild, you set that in you know, motion so long ago. It's it's so it's such an honor to work with you on this destruction of everything good in the world. Yes, okay. Well, let's kick it over to uh, Melvin and get his comments. Melvin. Oh, we're up against the drag. We'll be right back, folks, with comments from Melvin from the Chronicles. Please stick around. More strong. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. 
Shiroji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiroji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Discussing, you were talking about uh, Boone, North Carolina, being sort of uh, overthrown and overtaken by chicken swingers. Chicken swingers. Did you use that term, chicken swingers? Uh, uh, BB. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. Uh, you uh, have to be careful. I want you to uh, be careful. Don't be, don't be too overzealous up there. You might tip off the goyim with you. You seem slightly overzealous. There is a. You have to be careful. There's a goyim up there. His name is Blackbird Nine. He's a host on RBN. You might uh, run into him and have some trouble. 
he, he might expose your plan, our plan. If you become too boastful and overzealous, what do you think that? No, our plan is too perfect. You know, we came in after 9-11 and took over everything. We don't care about some goyim that's actually from these mountains. We will, we will destroy him like we destroyed his career for talking about 9-11 truth and all of our, you know, very sophisticated UN, Unit 8200 surveillance that we had put in place before 9-11 that the stupid goyim, you know, wouldn't believe the guy, you know, and we just destroyed his whole life, you know, and, you know so we don't care about about him we're not scared of him you know we already had our people in place like general michael hayden you know he made he did short work of oh, that blackbird character and we have you know uh, sherry everts at the head of the university appalachian state university she won't even let him come on campus you know because if he starts talking his anti-semitism hate facts we will have him arrested this time like we threatened last time you know he he dare not show his face in town because we have all the going brainwashed at this point. <laughs> well, well uh, I guess you're not willing to heed my advice, uh, B.B. Shekelstein, but I understand your point. You make a good point. Uh, definitely, uh, it's good that you're confident that you can overcome uh, Blackbird 9 up there. You won't have any problems with that, it sounds like. Well, uh, I'm looking up this Sherry Everett, and we do know about what happened to uh Well, yes, there she is. Uh, she's uh, right there. She, uh, she looks kind of very uh, Jewish to me. Oh, and she just loves to give out the awards, you know, to all the Shabbat Goyim that doing our bidding, you know. They may be breaking the law, you know, destroying their own communities, but we give them an award and we put them in the papers and they think they're special and they fall for it every time. She's the master of giving out the Jew awards. Mm. Isn't it kind of crazy? You mentioned Blackbird, his story, you got... He used to work for the NSA. He used to be one of our shabbos goy until he went off the reservation, didn't he? And he tried to expose what we were doing with the communication systems on the back end. What exactly was that again? Oh, this... You know, we... You know, because of the anti-Semitism, you know, all these goyim, you know, they, they, they start to notice. So you have to stay one step ahead of these goyim. And so the best way to do that is to listen to their conversations. You know, you eavesdrop on their phone calls. You read their emails, their text messages. You, you look to see what, you know, websites they go to. And then we put them in our big database, you know, in Israel, you know. And that, you know, uppity goyim, Edward Snud, <laughs> You know, he's worse, you know, than that Blackbird night almost. But, you know, he exposed that, you know, behind the NSA, there's actually a big pipe that goes to Israel. And so all the Goyim in America were like, you know, keeping these records on you. And we, we decide, you know, which one of you, you know, you know, it's going to be a threat to us. You know, we have to, you know, rise and strike first, you know, like the mitzvahs say, you know, if somebody's going to grow up to hurt a Jew, you got to kill him first, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. And, you know, we got a right to 
do this because of the you know the Holocaust. You know, even if it didn't happen, we still say it happened to justify all this. You know, this is how we work. This is how you know Meyer Lansky did this. You know, Lord Rothschild, you had spies all over the world. Now we got communications, man. We can just do. Everything these stupid goyim don't even know what's going on. They just sit there with their little TikTok videos and think nobody's watching what they're watching. But you know we are, and we know who's going to be for us, and we know who's going to be against us, and we're going to take you out first. Well, uh, Bibi, you, uh, I think I'm going to have to promote you to general. I don't know of which agency yet, but uh, I'll figure that one out. Are you interested in oh, yeah. being promoted? Work with Unit 269, man. I tell you, I could just destroy better than Ehud Barak. You know, everybody thinks Ehud Barak, he had Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, at Epstein Island. Oh, that's just nothing compared to what I could do if I was in charge of Unit 269. Unit 269? Okay. Yes. Well, um, one of, I, I also would like to uh, delegate uh, the Melvin from the Chronicle, even though he just has telemarketing experience. I would like to delegate him to be a general of, uh, of, uh, of FEMA Camp 109. Uh, FEMA Camp 109. So, um, Melvin, uh, did you have anything you wanted to say to uh, Bibi's comments first before I promote you to unit w- to FEMA Camp 109 as general? Well, once I'm running uh, the FEMA Camp 109, uh, I'm going to uh, run it like a business. I'll be squeezing those glams from both sides, if you know what I'm saying. And look, uh, Lord Rothschild, I think this is a good time for you to maybe, you know, make a make – a, an offer to that uh, Mike guy that runs RBN. You know, go ahead and just buy the station out from under him. We can do shows like this all day long. You know what I'm saying? Just, why, why, why let these goyim have any say at all? I think you should give him an offer he can't refuse, if you know what I'm saying. On the Lone Highway. Yes. Yes, I've been thinking about this. Yeah, because I think RBN is getting too big for my britches. My britches are starting to feel sort of uncomfortable. I can't pull them up anymore. I'm afraid that my undergarments are not... Well, I won't get into that. But I am getting up there in years, you know. So, yeah, I'll save you the details on the that story. Well, okay. So, uh, anyway, but what do you think about being promoted to uh, captain... Of, uh, or excuse me, a general. Well, either one. Captain or general of FEMA camp number 109, located at, uh, let me see. Okay, 123 Choppity Head Lane, Auschwitz, Pennsylvania, 01234. Are you excited about your new position? Should you choose to accept it? Uh, Melvin from the Chronicle? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this is a long time coming. I deserve this. And I'd prefer to be called uh, Supreme Commander instead of General, if that's okay with you. Well, you're going to be top man, though. You can call yourself whatever you want. You can call yourself uh, Leave it to Beaver for all I care. 
that will be fine. Everybody else will have to salute you and call you whatever you say. So uh, there you go. So are you sure you can handle the job with all your telemarketing experience uh, there, Melvin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident. I'm ready. I'm a willing and ready and able to serve Satan. I mean, Lord Rothschild. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, um, well, <clears throat> I think it's time for us to uh, share a video clip here. So I'm going to pull that up from the other chat that I sent over to... Uh, the station manager, who I'm going to have to bribe soon in order to buy his station. But I can't find it. Station manager, can you... Oh, here we go. Going to send you a message. Okay. Okay, there. Station manager, could you please play the clip? Let the science speak for itself from October... This is Catherine Watt, and she exposes, without saying it, an example of the Protocols of Zion. You started at 123.47, their station manager, and then I'm going to play Protocol of Zion for you. If you have that ready, their station manager. My off- secondary goal, almost as important, if not more important, is that they want to orchestrate constitutional crises worldwide because that will help them consolidate more power with the globalist organizations. If they can get people really angry with their own governments, they have cabinet flage as a public health program, and they can delegate the license to kill down to the lower levels, which is the county health departments and the pharmacies and whoever else they need to with no criminal or civil liability. Okay, so uh, now, if you wouldn't mind playing the other clip from the Protocols of Zion starting at 210 there, uh, Mr. Station Manager. This is the Protocol of Zion that she just elucidated. Probably going through a commercial or something. You know, they do that sometimes. To governments. Hmm. Give bad advice to governments and everyone else. Eventually, the Goyim will be so angry with their governments, because we'll blame them for the resulting mess, that they'll gladly have us take over. We will then appoint a descendant of David to be the king of the world, and the remaining Goyim will bow down and sing his praises. Everyone will live in peace and obedient order under his glorious rule. Okay, so that's the very end of the introduction in the Protocols of Zion, three hours and 28 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and divulge that to you, Goyim. You, you, you didn't even see it coming, so many of you, unfortunately. And now our plan is almost totally complete. Maybe it is already totally complete. Well, I guess there's a few things we still need to get done. Bibi, what do you think we still need to get done in order for our plan to be complete? Oh, oh, Yvay, you're off, child. 
we have to you know get up to you know, the ninth boosters you know because you know the, yes all these white people in these mountains you know they listen to their doctors and, and they listen to their pharmacists they listen to the commercials and they took the clot shot jew jabs but they're just not dying fast enough you know they're dying suddenly all over the place but i think we could do more with like the ninth booster you know, so we got up for Christmas here, really, you know, white Christmas out. Every Christmas is last Christmas, right? We want to blot that out forever. And the best way to do that is to keep jab- giving the jabs. You know, flu shots, but the COVID-19 shots, you know, that's what we got to do. You know, so we just got to really push that. This is for their health and for the greater good. Because, you know, the greater good is all the Goyam died off and we you know we rule the world that's the greater good and so we need to really tell them we're helping them then we're actually killing them and the other you know it'll all work out and, you know, and then we'll we'll have our world and then you know, we'll have those stupid goyim to like you know challenge us that's what we got to do lord rothero and you know uh supreme commander you know you know you have the FEMA camp 109, and I'll you know use 269 unit 269 to round up all the goyim that need to go there. It'll be the perfect system. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yes, I I think that uh, I have other questions for you, but we have a caller calling in, and it looks like he's been waiting for some time now. Oh, Mr. Roman Polanski. Roman, how have you been? Hello, Jacob. This is this is Roman Polanski. Uh, currently, I'm exiled in Eastern Europe. I'm waiting for the UN to lower the age of global consent to 12 years old. But Roman, I'm, I'm working on a film about a trans girl named Lolita who's in a relationship with an adult man. Jacob, I need to ask you for a small poison loan of two hundred million to fund the film. Can you help me out, Jacob? Mm-mm. Possibly. Uh, how low did you say the age of consent was? At least twelve years old. We're trying to get mm. the UN to lower the the age of. Look, I need to fund this film immediately. I need to assemble a cast of teen girls to audition for the role. That cost a lot of shekels, Jacob. If you can get it down to ten, then you've got a deal. Oh, Jacob, I think we could do that. Our people in the UN and the the world finance corporations, I think we can do that. BlackRock can put some pressure on all of their corporations. We can definitely do that, Jacob. I'll be waiting for the check in the mail. Well, I'll be waiting for your progress on that getting done first before I cut you a check for $200 million. But I promise you that if you do it, I'll send it your way. Now, isn't it wonderful that, uh, well, I don't remember what isn't it wonderful. Let me kick it back over to, uh, uh, to Melvin from the Chronicle to talk to Talk to Roman Polanski. Melvin, what say you? Well, you know, 10 years old sounds a little long in the tooth to me. I think we should get it down to, didn't I see something in the Talmud about three years old or something like that? That sounds yeah. about right. 
That's kind of the ultimate goal, to get down to three years old. Yes. Well, in that case, I can audition toddlers. <laughs> well, it's starting to sound very, uh, hmm, dangerous conversation that we're having, even in front of the Goyle. What say you, B.B. Shekelstein? Boy, it is such an honor to, you know, uh, be talking to the great Roman Polanski, the, the, the man who normalized pedophilia in Hollywood, you know, and the stupid Goyam ran such a genius out of the country, so he has to still make his films in other countries. But, you know, it's good to know that, you know, Hollywood stand, stood by you and will still give you awards, even though, you know, you got, you know, yeah, you had facts that, you know, you raped an underage girl, but like... Like you said, the Talmud says we don't follow Goyim law, you know. So, you know, you, that we lost such a genius as Roman Polanski because of these, you know, white people with their morality, you know. And when we bring in our world order, there'll be no such thing. And a genius like Roman Polanski can rape as many children as he wants and film it. And then we can all watch it. It'll be the uh, just the utopia we've always dreamed of in the, the, the Talmud. And I would just say, too, that Roman, you're one of the luckiest men alive, you know. You weren't even at the house that night when Sharon Tate was killed, you know what I'm saying? You're so lucky. It's 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 almost like you knew it was going to come or something. You just happened to be out of the country at the time. <laughs> oh, God. It, it, it was, oh, God, it was like another Shoah, that, that, that evil Nazi that they captured. Uh, they showed my, my wife, Sharon Tate. And then they, they prosecuted me for this alleged rape. Uh, I'm totally innocent of this. Like you said, the Talmud covers me on this. Uh, but, but I've been under severe persecution. Don't forget that my parents were part of the Holocaust. Oh, oh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Be sure to play that card always, Roman. How's Both that of my parents going? were holocausted before I was even born. That's how downtrodden I am. Hmm, <laughs> wonderful, yes. How about you, uh, B.B. Shekels? Yes, well, you know, my story, everyone knows my story, that I was actually born in a gas chamber at Auschwitz. My mother gave birth to me on the floor of the gas chamber, you know, and so I I stand by my people because I saw that that really were gas chambers there, despite what all these revisionists say, that there's no such thing as the gas chambers at Auschwitz. I was born in the floor of a gas chamber at Auschwitz. Yeah, and didn't was it anywhere near that room full of shoes that proves that? The oh yeah, my first memory as a child was seeing the you know, the huge you know piles of shoes. You know that's always stuck with me. You know that they had these piles of shoes next to the cage with the bear and the eagle in it. You know that they throw the Jews in. You know, but those shoes I always remember the shoes looking up from the gas chamber floors. That's always my memory from my childhood. And you know that's why I always you know support. 
support, you know, uh, like the Appalachian State University Holocaust Center. I am there every summer for their symposium on Holocaust, you know, because I have to tell my story to all the stupid goyim that think maybe the Holocaust didn't really happen the way it said it does. No, I go and I tell the stupid goyim my story of how I was born on the floor of a gas chamber. And, you know, if they disagree with that, then I will have the Boone Police Department arrest them immediately because, you know, the Holocaust can't be denied. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God, baby. It was true. My, my parents, four of those shoes belonged to my parents. I was forced to operate the roller coaster of death at gunpoint by the Nazis. It was terrible, baby. It was terrible. I think that room full of shoes might have been there even prior. It's such a bad, terrible sight that I think it might have been there even prior to the Holocaust to sort of uh, say the Holocaust will happen here. What do you think? I think it was there. I'm pretty old, so I think I remember this. Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you, my, my uh, great uncle, he got a deal on all those shoes. He got them wholesale. We didn't hardly pay nothing for them. It was a great deal. I only paid a couple hundred shekels for all those shoes. Well, you paid a couple hundred shekels for all those shoes before you put them in the room? No, before we put them in the gas chamber. (laughs) I'm lost. I'm sorry. Well, let's kick it over back. It doesn't have uh, to make sense, William. Okay? Don't question it. Ah, yes, of course. I forgot. Forgive me. Yes, yes, yes. You can't be a Jew and expect anything to be logical. Uh, I guess that must be the Brit in me. I'm going to have to holocaust myself. I'm going to have to holocaust the Brit out of me. Can't help that from happening sometimes. That's what happens when you mix in with everybody as a Jew. Nathan, I'll be waiting on that that check. Just, Just talk to to the producer, and he'll give you my address to send the check. We gotta get okay, this well. funded. Indeed, as soon as I see you've lowered the age of consent to you, what did we agree to? Oh, the end of the first hour of the show. I guess we're going to be back for another hour coming up here in a minute, so please stick around, folks. Thank you for the call, Roman. Stick around if you want. Be right back. Coolant with the anti-Semitic remarks. Uh, stop defaming me. Naggers, Jews, homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, and all kinds of different changes. And I hate it. Stop defaming me. Go to republicbroadcasting.org, smash that donate button, 
like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool, United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? What are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.